Riots are working. The media gets lit up. AOC is dumb. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene, and let's start this one off. Okay, well, been a good week. Um, yeah, hasn't been a great week. But let's let's go off. It's been a good week for Trump. It's been a good week for conservatives, and kind of a weird week for AOC. So let's let's go over it. Uh, hasn't been a great week for the Pacific Northwest, apparently, but we'll get to that. Uh, so, Covington Catholic High School student Nick Sandman has announced on Friday that he and his legal team have settled the second of six lawsuits against the major media outlets. $250 million dollars from the Washington Post for a defamation lawsuit. Sandman, if you may remember, he was actually one of those kids that was uh, sitting back and getting yelled at by Nathan Phillips and the black Israelites. I think that's what they're called. And everyone sat back and took just spots of film spliced him together to make the kid look like an asshole and he really wasn't he just sat there and he was actually being accosted i mean we had people on twitter saying they wanted to hit the kid he was 16 years old well he won uh so nick sadman on twitter said quote on two 1919 i filed a 250 million defamation lawsuit against the washington post Today, I turned 18 and WAPO settled my lawsuit thanks to at Todd McMurdy and at L. Linwood for their advocacy. I guess those are the lawyers. Thanks to my family and millions of you who have stood your ground by supporting me. I still have more to do. And then in the next tweet, he says, quote, we have settled with WAPO and CNN. CNN, we don't know how much he got, but CNN was actually worse than the Washington Post. So you got to assume he may have gotten kind of around there. It's got to be in hundreds, hundreds of millions of dollars. We have settled with WAPO and CNN. The fight isn't over. Two down, six to go. Don't hold your breath at Jack. And who he's talking about there is at Jack Dempsey of Twitter. Which I think, yes, I think that would be fantastic. Um, this is a big deal. Because I don't think the media, which has been given all this bullshit leeway, because they say that they're practicing the First Amendment, they shouldn't be given this leeway. And we're going to talk about it a little later, about who else shouldn't be given leeway on this stuff. And I think this is, he was right to sue, he's right to win. Now, I don't know who he's suing. I see CNN Washington, I know he's suing Twitter, I think he's suing Facebook. He's suing a lot of people, six in total. And he should win from absolutely all of them. No question, he should win from every one of them. Here's the thing, Twitter... Or, I'm sorry, not Twitter, but the Washington Post, CNN, they were slanderous. They are plat. They are not platforms. They're publications. They got to be careful. They got to research. Both Washington Post, CNN. I think New York Times is coming. 
I think the Washington Times is coming. I think the LA Times is coming. Those companies need to do their research. These people not only did not do their research, they did do their research. They lied about the 16-year-old kid. They lied flat out. CNN and Washington Post and the New York Times completely lied about what this kid was doing and what that Nathan Phillips, that piece of crap, who, by the way, was a liar. He just half the crap that he touted wasn't true. And we'll won't even go into the Black Israelites, which is a, uh, a anti-Semitic racist organization. And this kid, all he did was stand there. I think MSNBC or NBC is also getting sued. They should. They should lose. I, I remember that that interview that one of the MSNBC hosts had with Sandman, and she basically told him, "You're you're an asshole." You're wrong. Do you feel guilty? And he was like, I'm 16. I don't know how to answer this question because, no, I don't think I'm wrong, but I don't want to answer it correctly. But here's the thing. This is where things are getting interesting. He's suing Twitter. Twitter, who sits back and blocks Trump tweets or puts warnings on Trump tweets. Twitter, who sits there and says, well, James Woods can't say that. Because it's hurtful. And meanwhile, he didn't say anything. If I say a man is a man and a woman is a woman, which I've been blocked for, that's not hate speech. That's just biology. But meanwhile, they can block Sandman. They can sit there and allow people to say... There was one CNN reporter who sat back and said, can you imagine a face that you wouldn't want to punch more than this Sandman guy. Oh my lord. And Twitter never blocked it. Twitter should get sued. And Twitter should lose. But I think, here's the thing, I I really think outlets need to be held responsible for just slander, libelous slander. Terrible things these people say about people who don't share their beliefs and no one does anything about it this kid is probably going to be a billionaire after this whole thing is done you think twitter is not going to freaking negotiate with this kid and i think twitter might not because it'll be a precedence they may not want to live up to but i think that's great but here's the thing I think we should extend that to everything. The acting uh, deputy director, uh, acting deputy secretary of Homeland Security, Ken Cuccielli, I can't pronounce that, said Friday that federal law enforcement agents may have the ability to bring libel claims against the Democrats who have called them Nazis or stormtroopers. Quote, this is from Cuccielli on the Laura Ingram show on Fox News. Now, I'm not so sure about this one. We're going to have to talk about this a little bit. Quote, when you see such libelous, slanderous comments from people who know better, let's not kid ourselves. The Speaker of the House knows 
that she is using Nazi illusions to refer to correct professional law enforcement officials. If I was CBD, that's a Border Patrol agent or an ICE agent or an FBI agent, and if I was an FPS agent, I might sue for libel. Now, where did this come from? This came from a tweet that Pelosi put out, a couple of tweets that Pelosi put out on July 17th of this year. Quote, unidentified stormtroopers, marked cars, kidnapping protesters, and causing severe injuries in response to graffiti. Okay, right off the bat, it's, it's crap because they weren't just doing graffiti they were trying to tear down the walls of a freaking court building. They were setting buildings on fire. So it's not just graffiti. And even if it was graffiti, graffiti is still illegal against the federal building. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll continue. These are not the actions of a democratic republic. At DHS.gov's actions in Portland undermined its mission. Trump and his stormtroopers, again with the stormtroopers, must be stopped. And then in a second tweet, quote, First Amendment speech should never be met with one-sided violence from the federal agents acting as Trump's secret police, especially when unidentified. This is a disgraceful behavior we would expect from a banana republic, not the government of the United States. Here's the thing. Okay, this is this is terrible. First off, you can't you can't sit back and say First Amendment this, no First Amendment that. That's what Pelosi does. Antifa and all those groups that they reject, they use the First Amendment as a reason to go out there and burn shit. But then they suppress my right to say anything. They don't debate. You can't have it both ways. And she's the same way. And it wasn't one-sided violence. Portland and Seattle are burning down. They have had 60 straight days of violent rioting. And as much as the Democrat media, as much as the leftist media, as much as the leftists want to say, that this is peaceful protest. This is not peaceful protest. These people are destroying those cities. And a banana republic? What's happening in these cities is an example of a banana republic. We'll get into the other stuff in a few minutes. Here's the thing. Slander is slander. That's what it is. And I personally think that it's time that Democrats, that politicians should also be made to answer for slander. And I'm I'm not talking about AOC says something to Yoho, which happened, and that's the third story today. I'm talking Pelosi says something about a Border Patrol agent who's been reassigned because of the violence in Portland and he goes blind because this person is actually saying, oh, you, you're stormtroopers. This is all legit. This is all justified. 
I think this needs to be taken care of now. I think, and this is the double-edged sword part of it. The president says a lot of shit that he probably shouldn't be saying. And yeah, I think he should be stuck to that same level. I think if he's stuck to that same level, you won't see the tweets you see. But I think that from now on, it cannot be just... And, and the other thing is Twitter. Twitter needs to get nailed. Twitter is not an open platform. Twitter is a publisher. They're no different than the New York Times. They're no different than uh, the Washington Post. They're no different than CNN. They are a publisher. Because they edit what people post. We're coming to a very dangerous time. And I think this time we actually do need to sit back and say, okay, no, I, I, I'm a big libertarian guy. I don't believe in regulations and things like that. I think we need to start regulating some of this stuff because it's really one-sided. It's really, really, really bad. So crap's going downhill in the Northwest, the Pacific Northwest. Seattle and Portland are falling apart. This week saw the 60th day of riots. Now, I'm not saying peaceful protest, but actual rioting. Because the news media is saying everything is a peaceful protest. Meanwhile, shit's all burned and graffiti everywhere, trash everywhere. It's disgusting. And the garbage mayors and governors are not doing a damn thing about it. Trump, who's trying to quell this violence, especially against federal federal buildings, which he has a right to do, has sent a bunch of federal agents, agents uh, specifically from the Department of Homeland Security and the Border Patrol, to arrest, mostly Antifa, it turns out, rioters. And they have been met with less than peaceful protests. So federal officers are putting their lives in hand. How? Businesses are still being burned. They're being, they're being looted. And they're being destroyed, graffitied, everything. Three federal agents have been checked for sight loss because of heavy-duty la- uh, lasers that are being used by BLM and Antifa protesters. Now, understand something here. Most of the protesters up, most of the rioters up in Washington and Portland and Washington and Oregon are actually Antifa. They're not BLM. BLM is not found up in Oregon and Washington is mostly Antifa. They're about the same, but for the most part, they're a little different. Riders are using rocks, bottles of water, canned goods, lasers, commercial grade fireworks, and mortars. Yes, I said it. Mortars against police and federal agents. In Seattle, a bunch of jerk-offs were standing on t- on the roofs of buildings, actually dropping cinder blocks off the buildings onto people. This sounds peaceful? This sounds like organized protest? Hmm, okay. Local governments, and of course, they're all democratic, are doing absolutely nothing. Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, keeps saying she wants Trump's, quote, troops, end quote, out. 
but she has secretly made a deal to have them come to help with the crime epidemic in Chicago. Now, mind you, in Chicago, they're not having a problem with protests. They're having a problem with people just shooting each other. Gang members, drug dealers, whatever. 50 to 70 shootings a weekend is what's happening. 10 to 15 dead every weekend. And of course, what she'll do is, when crime drops, because federal authorities are there, she'll sit there and say, well, I told Trump to stay out, and look what I did. Because the federal authorities are actually arresting these freaking animals. Jenny Durkin, of C- the Seattle mayor, also rejects Trump's agents. The police chief in Seattle has already said citizens should not call police unless their lives are in danger. And that means having a heart attack. Because there is nobody to prevent crime. That crime is not something the police are going to be dealing with. The police are out in Seattle. Seattle tried to ban pepper spray and impact balls. Now, impact balls are non-lethal. They shoot them out of a shotgun. They hit you. They hurt really bad. They leave a bruise, which, by the way, if you look on Twitter, that's all you see is people with bruises because they got hit by these damn things. And that's enough to believe that the police are bad. No, what they should have done was shot you. But they didn't. They shot you with a non-lethal force. You got a bruise. Get over it. Guess what? The courts in... Uh, Washington overruled it. They said no. They need to be able to use some sort of crowd control and impact balls and pepper spray is typical crowd control. The mayor of Portland, Ted Wheeler, also rejected Trump's uh, agents. Federal agents were required to wear identification is what Portland wanted. The DOJ said that no, they're not going to wear identification. They'll have badge numbers and things like that, but they don't want to, their, their agents to get doxxed and their families threatened. Which, by the way, if you know Tucker Carlson, he's that's what's happening with him and Antifa right now. Antifa, he's actually had to move so that he his family could be safe. Uh, a court overruled... Uh, 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 Mayor Wheeler's petition. He said, "No, you no. They can do. They can do that." Portland got sued to get rid of federal agents altogether. Again, they lost in court, and the reason is because it is illegal. What Trump is doing is not illegal if he's protecting federal buildings. There's nothing illegal about it. Trump doesn't give a damn what these mayors want. He sent them to Seattle. He sent his um, agents to Seattle and Portland anyway because of the attack on federal buildings, and that is all legal. Here's the thing. The Democrats don't care. They just want this to be ignored and forgotten, and the mainstream media is going with it. Oh, there's nothing wrong in... Are you kidding? Are you looking at this? Jerry Nadler summed it up when he was questioned about the violence by in Portland by Austin Fleckas of the YouTube channel Fleckas Talks. You should actually 
watch this video. Watch his videos. They're very good. Listen to this. It is true. There's violence across the whole country. Do you disavow the violence from Antifa? That's happening in Portland right now? There's that, that's, riots. That, that's a myth that's being spread only in Washington, D.C. About Antifa in Portland? Yes. Sir, there's, there's videos everywhere online. There's fires and riots. There's th they're throwing fireworks at uh, federal officers. DHS is there. Look online. It gets crazy, Mr. Nadler. Wow, so... The whole thing has been blamed on Trump. Everything has been blamed on Trump. If he does something, it's his fault. If he does not do something, it's his fault. And everything that is happening, all of the tragedy, all of the violence, that stuff doesn't exist. It's Trump overreacting because he's a shitty president. This is something known as mob politics. Uh, now, I heard this from Ben Shapiro today, actually. Um, I always believe this. But I, I don't know if he called it mob politics. But basically what it is, is it's a mob who's going to destroy absolutely everything. Burn everything down, destroy everything, piss on everything. Until they get, what they get their way. This is where civil wars start because eventually we and we being normal people not the left which by the way is a minority they're a minority they're not the left is not a majority they're not even close to a majority i think they make maybe 10 percent of the uh population but eventually we're gonna get sick of it and people are just gonna say Fuck you, and they're gonna they're gonna do something about it. Yesterday, this weekend, a man, a BLM supporter, was walking around with an AK-47, and while someone was walking in Texas, this is Texas. This was a bad idea. Walking in Texas, somebody, this guy walked up to a car while the car was being accosted by 15, 20. BLM Antifa people, the guy saw the rifle and he shot him. He killed him. And then he drove away. There was another instance where a woman was sitting. We don't know who was in it. People were actually jumping on her car and she said, fuck this. And she pressed on the gas and took off. And then two minutes later, she called the police and said, listen, I, I couldn't stay here. There were no police in either case. This guy was allowed to carry an AK-47 around. And then when someone with a law-abiding citizen saw an AK-47, they said, no, 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 pop, 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 pop. If I'm in a car and I've got 15 of these freaking crazies on top of my car, you better believe I'm going to run them over and not think twice about it. What would you do? What if your child was in the car? By the way, I think my life's important. I don't want to die for something stupid. Like a bunch of fucking teenagers decide they want to leave mom's basement and start jumping on cars. I never feel sorry for these people. They get what they deserve. This is the point where conservatives, moderates, classical liberals are all going to start fighting this shit. 
And they're going to say, no, we're not doing this. And then we're going to look at the Constitution and say, yeah, that Constitution is kind of important now because look what's happened. That Second Amendment's really important now because we don't have cops protecting us. That First Amendment's really important now because I'm not allowed to say what I'm thinking. This is the Civil War. It's starting. It's already starting. So let's get into the stupid story of the week. Um, here's a question for you. Have you ever gotten into a fight with a coworker and when there was not going to be a resolution, you just turned around and said, under your breath, that person's a jerk off or probably a lot worse? I got to be honest with you, I've done that eight times today and twice during this recording. I, I, I do this all the time. My boss is being a jerk-off. Dave is being a jerk-off. I sit there, you fucking jerk. And I turn I turn around. Well, that's exactly what happened with Representative Ted Yoho and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or AOC. Now, here's the thing. I, I, I know that... Te I'm going to give Ted Yoho a lot of credit. You know why? I don't know who the fuck that guy is. I have no idea who that guy is. So why would I think this guy has caused so much controversy and I've never even... Meanwhile, AOC farts funny and there's a controversy. So we're going to sit back and I'm going to give Ted Yoho a lot of leeway in this whole thing. But who I'm not going to give is AOC a lot of leeway. But you're going to get to hear AOC. Uh, we're going to listen to her version of the story. I'm not even going to play Ted Yoho's apology, which he did about two hours before AOC's whiny little bitchy cry version of the story. And I don't believe AOC's version of the story anyway, because she's lying. She's a liar. She's a, just a terrible, she is a victim, whiny, victim mogger, whiny little, yeah, she's bad. I'm going to be using a lot of F-bombs in this thing. So I tell you what. Let's listen and let's break down AOC, shall we? Both sides of the aisle who have reached out to me in support uh, following an incident earlier this week. This is a really long clip, so I, I'm going to break this one up. Uh, already this is bullshit. Nobody likes AOC in Congress. Nobody likes her. Nancy Pelosi can't stand her. The only people who like her are the other crazies like Ilhan Omar and... Rashida Tlaib, and I, I I, would even think that the, I don't even know what her name is because no one cares. She's like the uh, the squad. She's like the, the, the freaking, who's the drummer for Led Zeppelin after Bonham died? Yeah, no one knows. So this is crap right off the bat. So, yeah. About two days ago, I was walking up the steps of the Capitol when Representative Yoho um, suddenly turned a corner um, and he was accompanied by Representative Roger Williams and accosted me on the steps right here in front of our nation's capital. I doubt he accosted her, quote, end quote. She once said that Ben Shapiro had catcalled her because he wanted to debate her on his program. This is the victim mentality of AOC and she's been using it her entire political career. And by the way, if 
Ted Yoho is actually accosting women, pretty sure we would have heard about it before. He's also a member of the Christian Alliance. This is not a guy who strikes me as a real accosting guy. But let's let AOC continue. I was minding my own business, walking up um, the steps, and Representative Yoho put his finger in my face. He called me disgusting. He called me crazy. He called me out of my mind. Um, and he called me dangerous. What Representative Yoho forgot to call her was stupid, manipulative, a victim monger, whining, crazy. Oh, <laughs> he did call her crazy. And a fucking bitch. That's what he should have called her. Oh, wait a minute. He did call her that. Hold on. And then he took a few more steps. And after I had recognized his, uh, after I had recognized his, his comments as rude, he walked away and said, I'm rude. You're calling me rude. I took a few steps ahead and I walked inside and cast my vote. Um, because my constituents send me here each and every day to fight for them and to make sure that they are able to keep a roof over their head, that they're able to feed their families, and that they're able to carry their lives with dignity. There was going to be about a billion jobs in New York when Amazon would have moved into her district and she killed it. Does she really worry about her constituents actually making money and by the way she is looking at getting primaried in this next election her constituents don't like her very much another part of her bullshit so stop stop aoc you're an idiot i walked back out and there were reporters in the front of the capitol and in front of reporters, Representative Yoho called me, and I quote, a fucking bitch. He was maybe 10% right there. He should have called her a crazy, stupid, manipulative, whining, dumb fucking bitch. That would have been more accurate. And I got news to you. I probably would have voted for him. Ah, I'm going to vote for him anyway if I he's not in California because nobody like him is in California. But whatever. These are the words that Representative Yoho levied against a congresswoman. The congresswoman that not only represents New York's 14th congressional district, but every congresswoman and every woman in this country. Because all of us have had to deal with this in some form, some way, some shape, at some point in our lives. And I want to be clear that Representative Yoho's comments were not deeply hurtful or piercing to me because I have worked a working class job. I have waited tables in restaurants. I have ridden the subway. I have walked the streets in New York City. Okay, uh, I'm done. I, that's it. That's all I can listen to. It was like a three-minute, two-minute video. Uh, no, nah, it was about three-minute video. Um, so let, let's go on. This is the victim mentality. This is the victim mentality. She's trying to get everyone see me as a victim, hear me roar, bullshit like this. Okay, so let's go over a couple things. She's never worked a full-time job. 
That is crap. Her first full-time job was in Congress. She is... Sorry, she was a bartender. She's waited tables. Wah. I have to. Everyone has. That's how you start working. And then she ran for Congress with the bullshit that she talks and became a congresswoman, congressman, whatever. She lived, she did not live in the Bronx. She lived in an upper middle class community for years and years and years. She went and got a $100,000 education, which apparently never worked. She was probably too busy dancing on the roofs of Boston to, to actually learn a book. I mean, she, this is the problem. You ever heard of Ted Yoho? You haven't. I, I haven't because he's completely uncontroversial. He had a policy disagreement with her, which is what he said in his apology to her before this whole bullshit happened. He mumbled something under... He mumbled that... He did say, I mumbled, she's a fucking bitch. Under his breath. And now this is being made into a big deal. And meanwhile, this is cancel culture. This is cancel culture. Because... He belonged. He was the head of the Christian Alliance or something like that. And he had to quit the Christian Alliance because of this. Do I think he's not a Christian? No. I think he is a Christian for pointing out that she's a fucking bitch and she's completely full of shit. She's crazy. She's dumb. But i that's not what we do in this country anymore. We're not allowed to have debate. She doesn't want to debate. And so he sits back and says, you're a fucking bitch. And, oh, he's she's a victim and blah, 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 blah with the victim crap. I'm so tired of the victim crap. You know what Representative Yoho's biggest mistake was? Apologizing. And he did. He apologized. He said it was beyond him. And then he lost his job as director or president or whatever of this Christian movement that he's in. Should have never apologized. Because here's the problem. AOC's been calling everyone a racist, bigot, misogynist, homophobe, xenophobe, whatever. Anybody who doesn't believe in what she believes, she, she has no problem completely crapping on them. I, Me, you, anybody who listens to this, probably. She has no problem with that. It's gotten to the point now, we as people who like free speech. It's not necessarily only conservatives or libertarians. It could be um, uh, the original the original Democrat, the social Democrat. I mean, there are lots of people, Democrats, who believe that we should be able to have debate. I, I It's just, it's gotten old. And he did, had no reason. Yeah, I did. I called her this. So what? She pissed me off. That's it. End of story. Okay, well, that's it. So uh, you can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and YouTube. Uh, visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics where you can take a look at all my links. You can take a look at the full videos. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs>